the download with dp a weekly podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in central illinois i'll discuss what i saw in the past week what's coming up on channel 1450 and what we're looking forward to episode 31 is here for season two and it is officially city week let's get right into this week's podcast because there is a ton going on we start as always with what i saw last week last thursday I flew down to Florida with my wife and Tim Schweitzer and Jim Rupert. Thursday was a travel day and Friday was the first game. Sacred Heart Griffin played at the Wally Keller Classic in Punta Gorda, Florida. What an experience and what an opportunity. The Cyclones beat Norland High School from Miami, Florida on Friday in the nightcap. On Saturday, schedule change. They weren't able to play against Columbus and Boozer Twins. Instead, they play Winter Haven, the team that just so happened to play Metamora in the first week of the season and beat the Redbirds. Winter Haven beats Sacred Heart Griffin, handing them their second loss in six days, and that ended the Florida trip for me. On Monday, it was back to some basketball in Central Illinois. A rematch of the Girls County Championship game, and Pleasant Plains picks up another win over Athens. On Tuesday night, I was back in Plains for the boys' Sagamo battle with New Berlin and the Pretzels pick up the big-time win. Wednesday night, we get started with City, and this will be a City-heavy podcast, so if you don't like the word City, go ahead and just turn it off. The girls got underway Wednesday night, Sacred Heart Griffin and Springfield High in the first game, and the Cyclones get the big win to improve to 1-0 as the three-seed. Southeast takes care of business against Lanphier. Lions still looking for that first conference win. The Cyclones can put themselves in a great position to win City again with a win over Southeast on Friday night. That'll be a good one in Game 3 on Friday night. On Thursday night, the Boys City Tournament gets underway. First, it's Southeast versus Lanphier, then Springfield High versus SHG in the nightcap on Thursday. We get into all the details of City with this week's guest, so we will get to that shortly. Let's talk about what's coming up on Channel 1450. Of course, we will have all the City stuff for you. Thursday night, also, Big Time Wrestling. Glenwood hosts Jacksonville and Rochester, and those are the top three teams in the conference. Watch for the Crimsons and the Titans. That'll be a fun one, and it'll decide the CS8 champ most likely. On Thursday night, also, Porta and Olympia Girls Basketball, a good one in the Sagamo Conference. On Friday night, we will also have MacArthur at Rochester Girls Basketball, along with all four city games. On Saturday, what else besides city? Bloomington Central Catholic at Pleasant Plains Boys Basketball. And we will not have highlights of the Illinois Prairie versus Sagamo Conference shootout on the girls' side at Monticello on Saturday, but watch out for that. We may have some Princeton versus U-High highlights as well from Saturday. We will be too busy at City to get over there to Monticello, unfortunately, but good luck to the Sagamo against the Illini Prairie. Next Tuesday, Porta at New Berlin Boys Basketball, Lincoln at Mount Zion Girls Basketball. Not a very busy schedule next week, but that's okay. We've been crazy busy, and it'll be good to catch our breath before postseason starts. Also, we are losing Bobby in a couple weeks, unfortunately, so if you know someone who would be a good fit to work with us, let them know to apply. Reach out to me. Okay, let's get to this week's guest. It's Rachel Dias from 186 to talk all things city and what to expect. Here is a great conversation with Rachel. I'd like to welcome in Rachel Dias to the podcast this week to talk all things city because it is city week. And what's a better way to do that than talk about all the great things that are going to come with city, right? How excited are you? I am super excited. It's been a while since city has been in its true form. Yeah. So we're excited to get, you know, the stands packed with all four schools and enjoy four days of girls and boys basketball. What is your official title with District 186 and why did I come talk to you for this? Sure. So I am the communications, public relations, and marketing person for District 186. And you came to talk with me because I represent three of the four schools that are right. in this in this tournament. And um, that's why you're here. Before we get to the details. Sure. Your role, before you had this job, you were very involved with City as well. So what, 
just what does city mean to you? Why is it why is it so special and why does it mean a lot to the city? Sure. So even I guess before that, so one, I'm a District 186 grad. I graduated from Lanfear. Um, and after graduation and then going to college, I came back to Springfield, as many of us do. Um, and then I started coaching cheerleading at Lanfear um, and did that for 10 years and then switched over to the Palms team and right. coached them for three. So um, very heavily involved with city for, like I said, the last 13 years and then thought, okay, I guess I'm done with this. And then this opportunity with <laughs> district 186 came up for a professional, uh, you know, full-time job and I'm back and I never left city. So here I am again. I'm just excited to see it from this different, um, role, you know, right. from a different lens. I'm not looking at it as a coach. I'm not as nervous and, um, giddy about it in that way. Yeah. I'm just so excited to see all of the things that go into city because it's not just basketball, right. even though that's the main, you know, draw for people to come down and see basketball. But it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, each school brings their own unique, you know, skill sets with spirit. You have bands, you have drum lines, you have palms, you have cheerleaders, you have just the kids in the crowd. Um, and then you also have the other aspect of the community effort, which is um, Unity Day, which is on Saturday. All four of the schools come together and they kind of do different activities, get to understand what the other schools kind of do on a regular basis, kind of mm -hmm. like cross and check. Like, yeah. hey, what does Lamphere do? Hey, right. what does Springfield do? Um, and then they also decide on a charity to raise money for. And this year for Unity Day and the entire week of city, we're trying to raise money for three different charities. And that's um, St. Martin de Poor's. And then we have um, the Good Guides, which is a group of two guys um, that go from school to school and they kind of help mentor um, at-risk youth. Mm -hmm. And then the Center for Youth and Family Solutions is uh, a non-for-profit social service agency that provides um, strength-based family-centered trauma responsive services to youth and families in Central Illinois. So the group of the superintendent's roundtable, which is made up of students from all four of the schools they meet, mm -hmm. and they decide on which charities to choose. Yeah. Um, every year, it's usually been St. Martin de Poor, where they just do the canned food drive, uh -huh. but the superintendent's roundtable kind of wanted to expand that yeah. and pick a couple of charities that also directly impact not just a food side, but other right. entities with the kiddos. So I think it's wonderful. We've made it super easy for people to donate. We have QR code. There'll be mm -hmm. kids walking around with buckets yeah. all four nights a city yeah. um and and it just again brings everyone together which is the whole point of city you walk into the bos center all four schools are there all four schools are represented and yet even though we might be you know playing against each other you might have a little rivalry it's just it's such a community and feel-good event and so unique right. to springfield yeah. so I just love it, uh -huh. and I'm so excited that we're here in January, and it's city time. No, yeah, I want to go a little bit deeper into that aspect, because, like, you know, the, the question, what does it mean to the city? And, you know, it's called city, and it's just, like you said, everybody comes together, and it's it's such an event for the whole week that, um, I mean, like you said, it's very unique. So the fact that it's everybody getting involved, like you said, um there's so many great things about it, but what does it mean to the city of Springfield to have this event? Um, I think it's something that the city really 
um, can continue to capitalize on and hopefully continue to maybe expand and, and utilize it for those community bonding um, aspects. Kind of like what we talked about here where the superintendent's roundtable, you know, th thought of, hey, if we're asking for people to donate, you know, canned foods, like, can we take it a step further? Are there some other local charities that maybe don't receive a lot of funding, but we know it directly impacts us? And that came from our students, yeah, right? You awesome. know, that came from the youth, the future of the city, right? You know, they're saying, hey, if we have all these people under one roof, like, let's figure out how to really impact the city as a whole. And I think that was really, really cool to hear from from the students' aspect. Um I, I mean, there's no better place to be than in city when the schools are chanting and going back and forth, the all city cheer when all four of the schools go out together right. and they do that. It's awesome. Um, to, to see the crowd for the most part be completely silent when the color guard comes out with the American flag and just the pomp and circumstance that goes into it, a lot of tradition. Um, I think that's what I really enjoy a yeah. lot about city is a tradition, right? So you can be an alumni, graduated, you know, 20 years ago, but now your kid maybe is in high school and you come back and city's going to still have the same feel. We still do the same all city cheer. Right. We still do the same exact walk out for national anthem. And it, it's just that, like that feeling of mm -hmm. it's the same yet. There's still some new age to it, but yeah. you walk in, you know what you're going to see, which is good basketball and a good time. And your ears are probably going to hurt when you leave because yeah. Springfield <laughs> is really loud when they cheer. <laughs> um, as a former coach of cheerleading and palms, this is the girls' chance to really have a spotlight when mm -hmm. they usually don't. Like, you know, our focus a lot on what we do is, is the basketball side of things. Mm -hmm. But the chance for us to see them and put them up on our website during this time, um, I mean, our numbers blow up because of it. And so what is it like on that side of things for these girls to be like, this is our this is our week to really shine and, you know, show what we've, what we've been working so hard on? Um... I can say from both sides, since I've coached cheer and palms, um, it's like our Super Bowl, right? It's their halftime performance, and for the cheerleaders, it's four days now of being on the sideline and going out when they do a full-time cheer, um, their time to shine. And I will say this, um, the schools, for the most part, have been super respectful, especially when the girls go out for their full-time cheer um, for everyone to kind of be quiet here because the kids, those aren't the standard cheers that they do all season long. They work on special stuff for City, and they mm -hmm. can't wait to show it, to, you know, off to the crowd. So yes. those moments are cool from a coaching side is when you see your girls go out there, they hit, they do their, full, you know, full-time out. And it and they, they spear it off and you look at and they're just so excited and they're like, Yeah, you know, we did good. That it melts your heart and it, it's just exciting. Uh, for Palms, the exciting thing is this year for the first time ever, each Palm squad gets to perform twice. Yeah. Since we've expanded City and it's four nights, uh -huh. um, we were looking at half times and I, you know, being the former Palms coach, was <laughs> like, Hey, you know, we would perform at every home game regardless. We're, we're skimping them a routine. They should be able to perform twice. So, you know, sitting down with Jason and kind of Jason Wind and going through things, it worked out and it was able for us to provide the Palms the opportunity to perform twice. So they will perform one routine 
Um, that's kind of like a regular routine, if you will. And then those are those will be Wednesday and Thursday nights for each of the schools. And then on Friday and Saturday will be their bigger city performances. So it's kind of like a teaser. Yeah. And it also allows the girls, one, to maybe shake a little nerves. Mm-hmm. Because just going on oh, yeah. in the BOS Center is a lot different than being at Lobernica yeah. or being, you know, at Southeast or Springfield or SHG. So, like, just the hopeful that they can go out there they get to do two routines i think that's super exciting um i think it's uh just a really good thing to see how much effort and time goes into those performances you guys would have no idea like if you could put a camera on those i mean a lot of extra time a lot of extra practice and the payoff is there i i know that all of the schools are are really going to bring it especially since this is like i said the first time in a couple years where we've actually been able to have everyone there Mm -hmm. under the roof and be able to perform so they're looking forward to it and i'm looking forward to watching right on the basketball side of things the the talent level in the city of springfield i mean we know it but i just want to reiterate it Mm -hmm. to watch not only these four teams but the talent the coaching um the fact that all of these schools are going to shootouts every weekend and performing well like obviously SHG is the focus this year because of being a reigning state champion but mm. you look at what Southeast has done Lanphier's done Springfield's done it's it can go any way basketball right? is incredible in the city and this is a chance for people to come see it in a in a setting that you don't get that often right and you know what it's different than like a shootout feel and it's different than um other things and i think that's because of the tradition and that's the things that go into it you know um the halftime performances the stuff the pomp and circumstance beforehand the fact that we have every school's band a different band is featured every night which is fantastic yeah. and the they also feature their um choirs Intermix. So a choir might sing God Bless America, the band might play the national anthem, but it features so many different talents um, within each school, and I think that's awesome to recognize as well. And then those schools learn the other schools' school songs. I know I just said school like nine times, but so, you know, Springfield High is learning how to play Lanford's school song and SHG school song, and they play those before every game, and those are like the little nuances are those little things those little touches that people don't realize that schools do you know and i think that's what makes it feel more like almost college game day ready almost just like a it's it's a cool feel and it's something that again i think maybe the city might take for granted a little bit that we have this Mm -hmm. awesomeness known as city tournament but um for those of us that really look forward to it and go every year um it's I'm just excited that all four schools are back. I'm excited that we are integrating the girls again, and now it'll be a girls and boys, which is great because that also gives an opportunity for us to see um, what our girls' teams are doing and be able to you know, honor them and crown the city girls and boys mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. I'm sure it's a year-round thing, but when does planning, when does it really get going in terms of what what 186 has to do and also meeting with SHG. Sure. So, like, planning for the tournament, I mean, my word. I think it starts, we've already, even though we're going into the current city, we're already talking about in the summer what how we're going to start prepping and talking about yeah. stuff for next city. So we kind of, once it's all done, you know, sit down and go, okay, 
look at our notes of what we made in the last four days and say like what worked well, what didn't, is there some other things we can fine tune? Because again, this is the first time where we are implementing the four full days with four full teams, yeah. uh, girls and boys. Um, hopeful that it's going to go all smooth and, and wonderful, but uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say it's like a year-round thing, but it pretty much is. Yeah. I mean, there are meetings and touch bases at least once once a month, if not every other month, to kind of make sure we're prepped and ready, and as we get closer, those meetings are more frequent. So To have the BOS Center in Springfield is mm-hmm. obviously huge for this. Mm-hmm. I know people talk about the old days where it used to be at the Armory and all this mm-hmm. stuff, but uh, I think it it gives you the opportunity of a big game feel, but it's also, like you said, it gets so loud in there that it's just a, such a great venue and it's right in downtown Springfield mm-hmm. where, you know, it's, I think it's a perfect spot. Yeah, it's intimate enough, um, but yet still has that big feel. It also allows each of our schools to um, feel neutral, right, and yet make it their own. So the other piece to that is the signs. So that's unique mm-hmm. to city tournament. Um, again, you might go to county tournament or wherever they're not decorating the stands in each corner to like represent their school Mm -hmm. and the creativity between the palms cheerleaders and the art clubs that create those or student councils is is really cool and if you just take the time if you just sit down you're taking in the sights and sounds of city and then you kind of look at these signs and you're like wow like the amount of time and effort that goes into those signs is a lot and Another way to display to talents that yeah. other kids have. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. It, it, it integrates everyone, whether, you know, you're an artistic um, talent, whether you have, you know, athletic ability, whether you just have school spirit and you yeah. just want to be there. Are and, we talking about the music team. ability? Yeah, the, yeah I mean, music. Just, yep. There's a lot that yeah. goes into it. And there's a lot of little things that I think, like we said, you take for granted or you're just like, oh, but then you're like, that's super cool. Like, we take over the BOS Center and make it. Yeah city tournament um when you go into the bos for other events i'm sometimes you're like oh well this looks different this doesn't look and it's like oh because i'm used to it looking like city right um so no just just super excited ready for the opportunity to see all the kids see the excitement um and hoping that the city comes out when does the schools when do you start getting in to the bos center and what does practice look like this week? What does decorations look like this week? I'm sure you kind of have that schedule. Yeah, so Tuesday is when uh, they get into the uh, convention center and they're able to put up signage starting at 7 p.m. during the All City Girls Cheer Practice is when they put up the signs. They also come back then Wednesday, the first night of City, they um, are able to put up signs as well for about an hour and then... It all starts. I know practices Tuesday for the basketball teams, and then there's some practice time. Do cheerleaders and palms get to practice in there as well? Yes. So palms, they're kind of separated out um, because palms each get 30 minutes. The all-city cheer practice is all four schools together um, because they do that together. And then the palms practices are individual, so... Uh, on the 24th, Lanfear and Southeast Palms each get to practice 6 to 6.30 for Lanfear, 6.37 for Southeast. And then on January 28th, Saturday, is when SHS Palms practice from 12 to 12.30. And then 12.30 to 1 is SHG Palms because Saturday is when both of those right. squads. It's just when you add four, <laughs> four schools... Yeah. 
for dance team, I mean, you do the math. You get there. There's a lot of time uh, that we have packed a lot of things into. I mean, Friday and Saturday we have four basketball games back to back. It's long to days. Back. Long days. Fun yep. days. Yep. Got to stay positive because it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. And and we're again just excited. No, but like you to said, it's not town. like yeah. You can say oh, it starts at three or whatever on Saturday and it goes until whatever time. But like you said, it's not just sitting there watching basketball. There's no. so many things going on that, I mean, time's going to fly because it keeps your attention and there's so many different activities and things going on that mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, you know, this is next. we got to get ready for this, then this, then this, yeah. then this. Yeah, we're excited. We're hopeful that um, the other aspect of it is the Spirit Award. We haven't even touched on that. So, right. like, the Spirit Award, um, which all the schools enjoy – you know, showing off not only like their spirit t-shirts, which is another aspect of a talent. So, um, each school usually has, um, three shirts usually for the three days of city, but now city is four days. So we'll see if the schools do four shirts or if they just have a theme. Um, because student sections of, I mean, that's a whole nother level, right? I mean, you've seen it probably over the years, how student sections, they used to be, you know, if your school colors were black and orange, you'd be wearing black and orange. I mean, now it's Hawaiian night and oh, camo yeah, night and, like, uh, Adam Sandler night. Right. You know, like, <laughs> there are all these different themes and the creativity and to see that, like, come out of your, like, the students' minds and for them to all buy into it yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And I think the cool thing about being an alumni of 186 and coming back is seeing, like, the kids so into their schools and so excited to represent their schools yeah. and and the spirit award is is something that everyone wants to take home so uh-huh. excited to see who who gets to take that home um obviously we know how the basketball teams win city but how do how does a school win the spirit award so each school there's a lot that goes into that so <laughs> okay. um there's a rubric that um we follow there are, each school has uh, selects two people from their school to judge each night. So um, those judges, those eight judges then, come together at the end of the night. They turn in. We usually we hand out um, iPads that have the kind of rubric, the questionnaire, and you kind of you know watch, analyze your school that you're assigned to, give your score, um, and then we tally those up at the end of the night, and then we provide... Um, those tallies to the spirit leaders just so they kind of have um an idea of where they're at for their own school we don't necessarily share what the other schools we just give you your number so you're like okay this is where you're sitting at um and then we do that for the next three nights and then on the fourth night once the tablets come in and we tally it all that is who has won the spirit award so there are some things like you can get demerits for obviously bad chance Mm -hmm. or uh, major discipline issues um, you know can count against your schools but for the most part we don't want to you know focus on the things you can do wrong we want to focus on the things you can do right and that's you know cheering and chanting uh, appropriate things um, making sure that you're quiet when there's an injury timeout make sure you're quiet during national anthem god bless america those kind of things um and again just having fun right just having because like you said that it's an opportunity for all those kids to be so creative and also buy in and feel like a part of something where you know some freshman or sophomore who's not involved in sports not involved in band Mm -hmm. can still come and be a part of something and feel like 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is so cool that my school does this and my city does this. Yeah, I think what's cool just from the other aspect or from me myself even being in high school, you meet kids even at your own school that you didn't know, okay? You might not have been exposed to them in another environment because maybe you didn't have class with them or you just hung out with a different group of kids, but at City, your whole school comes together and you're exposed to those. So you might make new friends. You might meet people from other schools that you befriend um, on Unity Day or just in passing because we're in the BOS Center for so long on all those days. But um, the thing we want to push is that everyone is there to represent their school, represent maybe the district if they're one of our three schools, mm-hmm. but to have a really good time and, and to just enjoy and soak in City right. 2023. Right, and I kind of want to touch on that a little bit too. I know it's not exactly City related, but at the same time, so many things happening with District 186 right now in terms of new, in terms of upgrades, in terms of change. Uh, and. I feel like that's just going to bring a whole new, you know, sort of energy into not only the basketball teams, but the cheer- I mean, just because there's going to be so many more opportunities for these kids and uh, to have these upgrades has got to be really exciting. Yeah, for our, our school, our future. Um, it's really nice to see our facility updates happening, not just at the high school level, but, you know, middle school level as well. Um, that's another aspect that goes into this. The middle schoolers come out for city tournament and already repping for the high school that they're going to be going to. So, yeah, I think everyone is really um, anxious and excited to see the brand new Lamphere High School. I mean, you're seeing it transform before our eyes. Yeah. So Springfield got New Street. I don't know um, if they called it something Yeah, nope, they call, it, yeah, they, okay. yeah, they call it New Street. So Springfield got New Street completely updated and obviously down the road, um, we're already in the planning phases for the new Springfield High. And Southeast is going to be getting their brand new athletic complex out there and we've done some upgrades at Spartan Field. So yes, exciting things are happening cosmetically mm-hmm. um, and to facilities but besides that i i just think our kids are really in tune with their school i think each school um has their own way of showing spirit i know um southeast over there with their spartan i mean it's hard to miss them or not hear their cheers on the sideline their cheerleaders are fantastic Um, they have a different style of cheer than um, some of the other squads not even just in the city but in Central State 8 did you catch the stuff with MacArthur last week with uh, the two cheerleaders they were cheerleading they were like going at it during the game and it was like more of a focus than the actual (laughs) game at some points it was a little cheer off yeah and I love it the stomp and cheer it is Again, it sets them apart. You hear the east side, you know who the Spartans are, and I love that. Um, I think it's uh, interesting. Lamphere is using uh, their motto, Lamphere United. They all have T-shirts. O'Shea Builders has done some really great things over there with Lamphere um, as far as, um, you know, kind of showcasing and keeping their school the pride still there, right. but showing I mean, them how it's transforming. It, yeah. And yeah. then Springfield again, you know, the Solons are, are hard to miss when <laughs> the, you know, they cheer as one large unit and it's the red wave and you hear it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm hoping that Lanphere and Southeast as well can be just as loud. And yeah. I know SHG will, will bring their, their cyclone power as well. Yeah. Um, let's. I'll put the graphic obviously in the thing, but let's sure. go the schedule for it. Um, obviously, starting, we'll start with Thursday night and kind of what the what the breakdown of everything's going to be. Not sure. just you know what time doors open and what the games are, but like 
Do you have like who's performing when and all I that? do. Okay. I do. So Thursday, the doors are going to open at 515 at the BOS Center. We're going to start the night. They're both boys games tonight on Thursday. It's, is that right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying tonight. Yep, that's okay. right. So Thursday, tonight, uh, doors open at 515. They're both boys games. It's going to be a 6 o'clock star for Southeast versus Lanfear. And then followed up by the 8 p.m. game, SHG versus SHS. Uh, during game one, Southeast Palms will be performing at halftime, which is fantastic. This will not be their city performance. This will just be their regular performance, but it will be fantastic, I'm sure. And then during the second game will be Springfield High, the Scarlet Line, and they perform game two yeah. at halftime. And that also is not their city performance. That's just a regular performance. Right. Okay. That's Thursday. And then Friday is... The first day of boys and girls. Friday is the four-pack, the first four-pack. So doors open at 3.15 on Friday. The first game starts at 4 p.m. It's going to be Springfield High Girls versus Lanphier Girls. There will be a 5.42 game start for game two, and that's going to be SHS Boys versus Lanphier Boys. And they will not start those early. They'll wait until that time if... We will move early if, okay. if we're on schedule. Right, just we're just sure. yeah, we're trying to keep to this schedule uh, based on right. factoring in half times, et cetera, uh-huh. and all that. But yes, if something ends, we will roll early. Absolutely. I mean, we don't want running clocks, but at the no. same time, they do happen. To yes, sometimes. yes. So we will move <laughs> ahead. The, all the times are guesstimates, okay. as you will, since they're live events. Yeah. So um, next game, the second game, five forty-two start time, or following game one. SHS Boys versus LHS Boys, and there will be Lamphere High School Palms performing at that halftime, and it will be their city performance. Okay. The third game will Start follow. Start with a bang. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> yeah. SHG Girls versus um, Southeast Girls, and then following for the fourth and final game will be uh, Southeast Boys versus SHG Boys, and the Southeast Palms will do their city performance during that um, halftime of that game, and the entire night on Friday is Lamphere's band. Okay. So Lamphere's band will Super. be performing. Yeah. Can you buy tickets at the door? Yeah, tickets are sold at the door of BOS, and they're six dollars, mm-hmm. and that's six dollars for four games. Yeah. So uh, totally worth it. That is the all day price. That's so, the all day yeah. price. We do say though, once you're in, you're in. If you leave, you're going to have to pay the six dollars yeah. again. Because you just want to keep people in. You don't we want to keep people in. We in. don't want coming going. Uh, also, security purposes, etc. Yeah. So we just want to encourage people to yeah. If you leave, just understand you'll have to buy another ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not too pricey. So. No. Uh, if you only want to see to a see certain this. game, yeah. yeah, so $6 um, at the door. You can get tickets ahead of time, but I guess that won't matter because no. it'll be after. We're good. $6. Yeah. <laughs> um, Security-wise, what are what should people expect when they show up? What do they? Sure. So we'll have um, security uh, officers um, as well as police officers on grounds like we always do. There will be metal detectors you will have to go through. We encourage folks to not bring bags, if at all. Just like if you were going to any concert venue, Mm -hmm. if you were going to any place, uh, a lot of college campuses, same thing. We're pushing for small. If you do need to bring a purse or a bag, we encourage a small bag. Um, See-through is preferred um, because you're going to have to open your bag, and they'll look through your bag when, when you come. Obviously, diaper bags are allowed for for families that are bringing mm-hmm. an infant or little one. So we don't want to, you know, s- tell people 
absolutely no bags right. because there are some limitations. But understand, yeah. you could be um, asked to remove the items yeah. from your bags uh, for, for proper security checks. All cheerleaders, band, and other basketball players with their athletic bags, they're all going through the pass gate, mm-hmm. um, and they will be they will go through the security check there. So yep. that is separate from the general public. Right. Don't bring a book bag. Don't bring yeah. a giant uh, purse. Yeah. Little tiny bags. Yeah. Keep your costumes and stuff in your car and <laughs> wear it, bring yeah. it in there. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a good one. All right, Saturday. Saturday. Final day. Final day of city. Who who will go home with the crown? So uh, doors open at 2.15. First game is start starting at 3 p.m., and that's Lanfear Girls versus SHG Girls, followed by Southeast Boys versus Springfield uh, Boys, followed by... Southeast girls versus Springfield girls. Yep. And game three, that will be when the Scarlet Line, Springfield Highs, Palms team performs. So they perform that game three halftime. And then the final game of City is Lanfair Boys versus SHG Boys, where SHG's Golden Angel Palms, uh, they perform. Now, we do have on there, um, on the schedule, the, uh, you know, the Saturday game schedule is subject to change based on team records. Okay. Um, so we always, we've always had that little clause in yeah. there based on how things kind of shake out. So we will see. But as of right now, that is how the schedule is. Just stay tuned to the District 186 Facebook page and yeah. you can find out all that information yeah. every single day, right? Exactly. Follow us on all of our social channels, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All right. Anything else I missed? Um, I was trying to think of security we talked about, the bag thing. Um, uh, do you want to go over the donation stuff again just in terms of how people can do that or what they can do to be involved in that? Sure. Um, so when it comes to the spirit of giving, we will have a table outside in the lobby that you can bring in if you're bringing in a canned food item. Fantastic. You can physically bring it in and or you can make a monetary donation. We will have QR codes that you can just scan with your phone and it's PayPal. Mm-hmm. So you can make a donation that way. We will also have students from each of the four schools walking around asking for your donations again you can drop some money in the bucket or if you're on the digital side of things you can just scan the qr code and and make a donation so nobody should be limited on if they don't carry cash or on on their person they are able to still give that donation and again it will be split up between um those three charities yeah which is um saint martin de Um, Center the Good Guides, which is the organization for mentoring services for at-risk youth, and then the Center for Youth and Family Solutions. And then we will announce, um, if not Saturday, it'll probably be Sunday or Monday, the total that we have raised. Um, And then we will split it evenly between those three. Super. Super exciting. Again, it's bigger than basketball. It is a full entire city community event. We're excited to have everybody come down. We're excited to have everybody, um, you know, represent their school and, and and enjoy a good four-day tournament. Yeah. The schedule, the graphics, I mean, it looks like it's so much stuff. But, I mean, it, it is, but it's also, <laughs> like, time flies. Like, I know. it's going to go so fast that, like you said, we'll already be out Sunday and be like, oh, man, that was that was fun. City. It was over. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I just want everyone to to have a good time. Remember, it's about the kids. Remember, it's about our city and community. 
Um, and we look to have a good, fun four days. And it's anybody's game because I have witnessed a four seed winning win city. Oh yeah, it's my senior year. So <laughs> Shout out! Yeah. I've I've seen it happen. So anyone, it's anyone's city. So right. Gonna be fun. Thank yes. you for your time. No problem. Thank you. A special thank you to Rachel for her time. Thank you all for listening. I greatly appreciate the support. Have a great week, and I will see you next week.